Welcome to the Marriage Success Podcast with Dr. David Stevens. The purpose of this podcast is to highlight biblical principles for building healthy marriage and family relationships. Dr. Stevens is an author, seminar leader, and relationship coach to married couples and singles in the dating game. To learn more about Dr. Stevens, please visit marriagesuccess.org. But now, let's join Dr. Stevens for today's edition of the Marriage Success Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, David Stevens. In this podcast, I will be reading an excerpt from my book, Dating Game Pitfalls, Seven Critical Lessons Church Folks Should Learn Before They Say I Do. Topics discussed in this book include pitfalls single women should avoid, pitfalls single men should avoid, sex traps, single parent rules for dating, questions to ask before you say I do, danger signs before the wedding, and how to drop that zero. We'll get started with today's topic after this important announcement. Hello, this is Dr. David Stevens with your Marriage Success Moment for today. Give compliments. Compliment and affirm your spouse whenever possible. And be especially careful with your words when disagreements occur. No matter how angry you get, don't say things that you will regret later. Cruel jokes and insulting names are always a no-no. And this is your Marriage Success Moment for today. This message was brought to you by MarriageSuccess.org. You're listening to the Marriage Success Podcast with author and seminar leader, Dr. David Stevens. Welcome back to the podcast. In this podcast, I will be reading an excerpt from my book, Dating Game Pitfalls. Seven Critical Lessons Church Folks Should Learn Before They Say I Do. When a person falls in love, they can sometimes lose their objectivity about the relationship. They may even ignore negative things that they suspect or have discovered about the person they love, especially if they've already made wedding plans. Look out for the following danger signs if you plan to get married soon. Your awareness may help you avoid a marriage filled with pain, shame, and disappointment. Danger sign number one. Objection to premarital counseling. Most Christians understand the importance of seeking godly counsel when making important decisions, especially decisions that could have lifelong implications. And marriage should be considered a decision with lifelong implications. So if you are a committed believer and you're making plans to marry a person who refuses to go through Bible-based premarital counseling, this is a definite danger sign that you should not ignore. This danger sign could spell trouble soon after the wedding especially if your spouse persists in doing things that conflict with biblical principles. Disrespect for biblical principles can trigger recurring problems when making important decisions about your marriage, your money, and other serious issues that impact your family. Danger sign number two, spiritual immaturity. Committed Christians value the time they spend in devotional meditation and make church attendance a priority. They also pray and study their Bible on a regular basis. However, A casual Christian considers these things optional. They seldom pray, personal Bible study is a rarity, and they frequently choose social outlets on weekends instead of regular church attendance. If you are a committed Christian who is planning to marry a casual Christian who is unwilling to adopt a more committed lifestyle, their lack of appreciation for spiritual matters will become a point of contention soon after your wedding. 
You should also monitor how well your intended spouse interacts with others in the church community. If he or she repeatedly makes critical remarks about other Christians and ministry leaders, you should make a mental note of this behavior. This critical attitude may be an indication that your intended spouse is harboring unresolved spiritual issues that need to be addressed. Danger sign number three, unstable work history. An unstable work history is a danger sign. This danger sign may manifest in a person for various reasons. But regardless of the reason behind a person's unstable work history, you need to really think twice before you marry a person who cannot seem to keep a job. Otherwise, there may be some very frustrating days after your wedding if two incomes are needed to maintain your household and you're the only person with a steady job. This situation could become especially frustrating if your mate doesn't have a job because they're too lazy to work or because they sabotage every job opportunity that comes their way. Danger sign number four. Frequent financial problems. You should be concerned about the prospect of marrying someone who has poor money management skills. The money problems might be a result of impulsive buying habits or the unwise use of credit cards. Some people struggling with poor money management habits rationalize their behavior as they talk about the great bargains they found. On some occasions, they may become defensive toward anyone who attempts to offer them advice about changing their poor spending habits. Yet, when they cannot pay their bills, they expect others to bail them out. They may even rush to get married in hopes of gaining financial support from a spouse to help them pay off their bills or help them maintain their irresponsible spending habits. If you recognize or suspect this kind of behavior in the person you're about to marry, a good premarital counseling program may help you confront the problem. A comprehensive premarital counseling program will require an honest discussion about money and spending habits before the program concludes. The discussion should include the disclosure of secured and unsecured debt, including credit cards, so that you and your future spouse can devise a plan to effectively manage or retire outstanding debt that could potentially destroy your marriage. Danger sign number five, abusive behavior. If your prospective mate is already physically or verbally abusive toward you, you must seriously reconsider the marriage. Without counseling and professional intervention, this abusive behavior will likely escalate after the wedding. Maybe your prospective spouse does not physically or verbally abuse you, but says and does things that make you feel uncomfortable. For instance, if your mate is jealous and places unrealistic demands upon you and your time, don't ignore this. This kind of intimidating behavior can escalate into verbal abuse or physical violence. Don't minimize the problem and convince yourself that it's no big deal. If your mate becomes angry or agitated after squandering money to satisfy an addiction like drugs, alcohol, or gambling, this behavior could also put you in harm's way, especially if you refuse to become an enabler who accommodates this addictive behavior. Danger sign number six, unhealthy emotional attachments. An unhealthy emotional attachment refers to an ill-fated emotional dependency upon someone that can hinder your progress and maturity. A person struggling with this seems to lack the ability to recognize or simply refuses to acknowledge the fact that there are people close to him or her who may be a stumbling block. People in this situation may also lack the courage to set the boundaries needed to insulate themselves from manipulative family members and peers who may hinder their success and personal development. Before getting married, make sure the person you plan to marry does not feel obligated to satisfy family members, including parents or other people to whom he or she feels emotionally connected. Failure to properly manage these relationships can potentially sabotage wedding plans or create severe relationship problems after the wedding. Danger sign number seven, poor communication skills. Because positive communication is a foundational principle in every productive relationship, 
especially in marriage. Poor communication practices while dating can indicate potential for serious problems later in the marriage. Every couple should affirm one another with words of encouragement and inspiration. A kind compliment and saying the words, I love you, can go a long way toward building a lifelong love affair. If a couple fails to practice positive communication and does not openly communicate feelings toward one another while dating, their behavior will likely continue after the wedding and may eventually trigger insecurities about the marital bond. If you and that special person are seriously contemplating marriage, take time to talk about how you really feel about one another. Try to use adjectives to paint a mental image of your emotional connection. Your relationship can also benefit from candid conversations about your fears, hopes, dreams, and goals in life. This kind of candor will help you determine if your dreams and goals are compatible. If they are, the strength of your marital bond can be significantly influenced by the common goals you share. Now that I've given you these danger signs, I want to remind you that a perfect mate does not exist. But through prayer, patience, and a commitment to personal development, you may find someone with whom you are compatible so that the two of you can share a lifetime of love, fond memories, and the blessings of God. Lesson summary. Danger signs before the wedding. Number one. Objection to premarital counseling. Number two, spiritual immaturity. Number three, unstable work history. Number four, frequent financial problems. Number five, abusive behavior. Number six, unhealthy emotional ties. Number seven, poor communication skills. Now that we've discussed the things that you should not ignore in the person you plan to marry, it's time for a brief self-assessment. Let's begin with a simple yet thought-provoking question. Are you fit to be married? There are many things that go into preparation for a wedding. Choosing the location, selecting the bridal gown, musicians, and flower arrangements are just a few of the things to think about before walking down the aisle to say I do. But in the midst of all these preparations, the bride and groom-to-be must not forget about working on themselves. A period of self-development is needed to help couples withstand the normal pressures associated with married life. Although there are numerous areas that require preparation before marriage, I will focus on only three things. Number one, financial. Number two, emotional. And number three, spiritual preparation. Let's begin with fitness check number one, spiritual fitness. You must be spiritually mature to effectively cope with the ups and downs that frequently occur in the early years of marriage. You may also question your faith during the downtimes, so it's critical to begin the preparation process now. The steps that you take before the wedding can be instrumental in helping you navigate some of the pitfalls that have destroyed many marriages facing spiritual battles. The following suggestions may help you if you want to be spiritually prepared for marriage. A. Attend a Bible teaching church and submit to the counsel and authority of the pastor and elders. The Bible explains the benefit of this in Proverbs 15.22. B. Do a topical Bible study on subjects related to love, romance, money, marriage, and family principles. C. Repent when the word convicts you of something that you need to correct in your life. D. Pray about the future of your relationship. Ask God to show you the truth about the person you plan to marry. When you pray, take time to rest and wait in the presence of God and meditate. As you wait in His presence, listen patiently to hear the still, small voice of God as He imparts direction to you. When God reveals something to you, don't ignore the impressions you receive. The things revealed to you about your wedding plans should be used to evaluate the future of your relationship. This evaluation is especially important if you've identified things that your mate routinely does or says 
that conflict with biblical principles or just disturbs your peace every time they say or do those things. Don't ever forget it. Your instincts mean something. D, practice daily acts of obedience. Daily acts of obedience can place you in the presence of the right people at the right time and in the right situations that can change your life. If you're making plans to marry the wrong person, God can even reveal things to you as you obey the direction he gives you. Fitness check number two, financial fitness. Few newlyweds think about incidental expenses inherent to married life. Couples must not only be prepared to handle the household, they must also be prepared to deal with common expenses like trips to visit relatives, birthday gifts, furniture upgrades, decorating, and unexpected dental and medical bills. Unplanned pregnancies may also trigger a stream of expenses as well. Therefore, it is imperative that you organize your finances and learn financial strategies that can help you avoid financial problems that could potentially destroy your marriage. The following suggestions may be useful as you prepare for a prosperous financial future with your mate. Review your credit file. If you find errors, start taking steps to have the information corrected. If your credit score is low, seek credit counseling and start taking steps to improve your credit score. A good credit rating can have a significant impact on the financial well-being of your future marriage. Watch out for debt traps. Don't create excessive debt trying to impress a potential spouse. Maxing out your credit cards and spending income on expensive cars or a trendy wardrobe may limit your ability to buy or furnish your home after you get married. Reducing your debt before getting married is a good idea, even if you already have a place to live. Chances are you'll need to redecorate after the wedding to accommodate a new spouse and a changing lifestyle. Learn how money works. Don't be like many well-meaning Christians who limit their financial research to information found in the Bible. The Bible is a good place to start because it offers ethical and moral boundaries to evaluate your spending and investment decisions. But accessing other resources such as books, magazines, seminars, and classes that offer sound money management advice is also very important. Support your local church. Financially supporting your local church and other parachurch ministries should be a priority. You should definitely support the local church that inspires you to fulfill your destiny and offers you spiritual support to stay on course. Even though you may agree with this, it's important for you and your mate to discuss your convictions concerning giving. In other words, talk about tithing, pledges, offerings, donations before you get married. This will help avoid volatile conflicts about money issues after the wedding. Pay your bills on time. Timely bill payment helps to establish a good credit rating and prove to creditors that you are a responsible person who is not a credit risk. A good credit rating may be instrumental in improving your quality of life and providing access to funds needed for business or personal use. Live on less than you earn. If you establish a lifestyle that does not require your entire paycheck to stay afloat, you can build cash reserves to pay for future expenses like college tuition, retirement, a new house, a new car, or business venture. You can also have money left over to help the poor and support special projects sponsored by your church. Fitness check number three, emotional fitness. Contrary to what some people think, people in love still have marital conflicts. Therefore, emotional preparation is necessary to help you deal with potential conflicts and frustrations associated with adjusting to married life while also coping with the normal challenges of day-to-day -day living. If you're not emotionally prepared for marriage, you may display immature behavior like pouting, seeking revenge, and playing the blame game. If this kind of behavior is not replaced with a more mature, respectful approach, conflicts can lead to abuse and violence. Consequently, 
you and your spouse may separate or divorce after a short time of marriage because one or both of you lack the emotional maturity needed to resolve conflicts. In contrast, an emotionally mature couple who demonstrates mutual respect for one another can usually resolve issues that frequently destroy other marriages. Lesson summary, are you fit to be married? Before getting married, you should take time to evaluate at least three major areas of your personal life, financially, emotionally, and spiritually. Number one, spiritual fitness. You need spiritual maturity to effectively cope with the ups and downs that frequently occur in the early years of marriage. Number two, financial fitness. It's imperative that you organize your finances and learn financial strategies that can help you avoid financial problems that could potentially destroy your marriage. And number three, emotional fitness. Emotional preparation is necessary to help deal with potential conflicts and frustrations associated with adjusting to married life while also coping with the normal challenges of day-to-day living. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you would like to hear Dr. David Stevens in person, he conducts seminars and does keynote speaking for special events. Dr. Stevens is currently offering a free seminar to churches in the metro area of Birmingham, Alabama. This free seminar can be tailored to address the needs of couples, singles, and manhood mentoring events. To book a free seminar at your church, please visit marriagesuccess.org for more information. When you visit the website, you can purchase books by Dr. Stevens, which include Master Keys to Marriage Success, Manhood Challenge, and Dating Game Pitfalls. To book a free seminar or to purchase eBooks and paperbacks by Dr. Stevens, please visit marriagesuccess.org. You can also reach Dr. Stevens by email at dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Thanks again for joining us on today's podcast. And remember, love can last a lifetime.